Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. Welcome back to your favorite podcast that also is trying to figure out what Will Smith's Twitter handle is. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about everything that Disney Plus Day had to offer, all the new shows and movies that were announced, the first looks we got, some of the new shows that dropped on Disney Plus Day. We've been watching a lot of new stuff over the past weekend, yep. a lot of Jeff Goldblum. A lot of Disney original movies, so kind of talking about what our favorites are, what we're most looking forward to, because um, quite honestly, it was a lot of news coming out all in one day. But before we get into that, a correction from last week. So last week's news, we talked about the springtime surprise Run Disney event, and I mentioned that the 10-miler was a new distance for Run Disney. It turns out it wasn't, um, so it's not a distance they do very often, but the Tower of Terror 10-miler actually is a race they've had a few times in the past. So it's one they're bringing back for this event. So uh, just a, a correction there. Our, our listeners kind of pointed that out to and, us that they have had a 10-mile race in the past before. And also, uh, I believe, you know, all the, the, the stuff I talked about, the Tower of Terror run, and apparently it's villains-themed or has been in the past. So I stand corrected. Very excited about it. Yeah, actually, in the past, it was a nighttime event. So it's moved to the daytime, but it, it is an event that they have had in the past. So just wanted to to make that correction out there. All right, so let's jump into Disney Plus Day. So the November so November 12th was the first annual Disney Plus Day. Disney kind of signified that this may be a recurring event each year. And, and earlier in the week, Disney announced their quarterly earnings and they announced that Disney Plus subscribers had slowed. They had only gotten a few million new subscribers, which was a lot less than people were expecting. Which makes me kind of wonder if this whole event you know, they announced a month or two ago was kind of in response to that, that they are trying to drum up, uh, you know, more subscribers that if subscribers would have been growing, would they still have had this event? Because the one thing I found really interesting is, you know, this was not solely on Disney Plus. Disney's Twitter had a huge feed where it was announcing all of the new shows and there was little videos from uh, cast members from the movies and the TV shows coming out. And in the parks, you could get in 30 minutes early if you're a Disney Plus subscriber. And they were rolling out the blue carpet. And I think Walt Disney World had free photo pass photos for special Disney Plus photos. So one thing I, I think is interesting, kind of comparing this to at least what I have seen on Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, is it seems like there is a shift in Disney's direction from theme parks to this Disney Plus streaming. And I think it's directly related to the investor community and Disney stock price because when Disney announced their quarterly earnings release and they announced that Disney Plus subscribers were a little soft, I think it was like 20 to $30 billion of Disney's market cap dropped the next day because their stock price fell because investors only really care about streaming now. You know, I, I think it's interesting to see how Disney put so much into this Disney Plus day when you know, the 50th anniversary, kind of like we talked about, there's some signs up in Disney World, but it wasn't like it was all over the company on October 1st. It wasn't like all their Twitter and YouTube and every park was celebrating the 50th anniversary, at least kind of like what I've seen. Maybe there was more than what I'm giving them credit for, but it seems like Disney Plus just kind of permeated through the entire company because that seems to be their their direction. Well, that kind of makes sense, though, too, because it was the 50th for Walt Disney World, not for Disneyland, not for Disneyland Paris. So, I mean, it was more specific to that park, whereas Disney Plus Day 
is more company wide because it applies to everything that they have. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying, you know, even with the Disney Plus Day celebration in the theme parks, like they're giving you early access to the theme parks. They're doing they yeah. lit up all the icons blue in honor of Disney Plus Day. I mean, everywhere you turned, yeah. there was Disney Plus. I mean, I feel like when Disneyland turned sixty, there was more known about that even than Walt Disney World turning fifty. I mean, I think it's just it's just showing that their focus is shifting now. And I think some of the other things we've talked about in terms of, you know, price increases at the parks and, you know, you hear complaints, it's, you know, customer service, it's maybe not what it used to be, which I still think the magic's there in the parks, but people have been complaining about just how much it costs to go there and pricing people out that, again, that's not what moves the needle anymore in terms of Disney stock price. They're, they're more tied to this streaming service. And, and it shows with just how they rolled out Disney Plus everywhere uh, and they're not necessarily maybe promoting the parks and, and things as much anymore. So on Disney Plus Day, we did get a lot of announcements. So we're going to kind of break them apart into different parts of the company. So I'm going to start here with Pixar. So we got an announcement for Cars on the Road with the return of Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy to do Lightning McQueen and Mater. And this is pretty interesting. So the concept art we got for this was of dinosaur cars. And apparently they're going to visit a new town each week. So my guess is that the new towns will have different themes. So even though I'm not the biggest Cars fan, I might have to check this out. It actually kind of sounds like it might have some really you know, might be pretty interesting. Another sneak peek that we got was Win or Lose, which is an animated, uh, an animated series which follows a middle school co-ed softball team for a week before the championship game, and and it's pretty interesting because that it's going to pick a different POV character for each episode leading up to the championship game. So, I think that that sounds like a really interesting series. Yeah, this was actually announced, I believe, at the Investor Day last year. And there was actually quite a few things that Disney, quote unquote, announced during Disney Plus Day that they had already previously announced. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we got some concept art this time. There's also a lot of things I was joking um, to you on this where they're announcing stuff that's going to be coming out in 2023. And I said, they're going to be talking about this next Disney Plus Day. So they are kind of repeating some of this stuff as well that... It's really not new, but because there's just so much information, you're kind of like, wait, that sounded familiar to me. Like a few <laughs> of these, I was like, that sounded familiar. Did I know about that? And then you look, you're like, yeah, it's already been announced. You know, that we're just getting a first concept art. Um, so I feel like next year will be the same thing. But like, I thought they talked about that. It's like, well, because they did, because they're announcing stuff that's coming out like two years from now. Right. And then one other thing that they teased was Pete Doctor teased the behind the scenes make- making of the 2022 Pixar films. So that would be Lightyear and Turning Red. So uh, kind of like what we got with Frozen 2. It kind of sounds like they're going to do that for some of these Pixar films, which that Frozen 2 documentary was amazing. So I'm excited about this. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff that Disney Plus does is these behind the scenes making of. I mean, Marvel has done this for Every Marvel show that's come out um, on Disney Plus Day, when when Shang-Chi became available to stream for free, there was a kind of behind-the-scenes making of Shang-Chi. So it seems like they are doing this for all their series. And like you said, the the one we got for Frozen 2 was great. So it seems like maybe Pixar is doing this as well. That It's an easy thing to do, just to have cameras follow you around when you're making a movie. And then you get you know a second feature. It's just more content you can put out there with very little extra effort in terms of creating that. I, and this is something, you know, I, I think that 
I think the grade that I teach is a little low, but I could still, I, this would be incredible for, these are great for teachers and t- teaching the creative process and just how, you know, how many re- like iterations and reiterations and changes and edits are made to create the final copy of something. So I think, yeah, these are, these are awesome. And then also we did get a new release, which was Ciao Alberto. So it's a short film. I'm using air quotes on that because it was really like a six minute cartoon some of these i I love this too with (laughs) with disney plus because you go and you say yeah it's it's six minutes or or the new olaf presents when we'll talk about that in a little bit it says they're like three minutes they're like two and a half minutes of credits they're basically a a one to you know olaf's one to two minutes and then two minutes of credits i think child birth so yeah we were expecting a five or six minute thing was like three minutes and it was done so yeah this uh child was really really good um just like Luca it made me cry. Um, so I highly recommend it was really cute. So yeah, and that was pretty much it for Pixar. Yeah. And then in terms of some of the other uh, announcements and first looks we got. So with Disney, they announced they're doing a live action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Uh, they're doing a cheaper by the dozen a reboot. This is gonna be with Gabrielle Union and Zach Braff. Um, they re-mentioned, again, we, we knew this was coming, but Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So there was a video on the Twitter with uh, Andy Samberg. I'm sorry, did you just say the Twitter? I did say How the Twitter. How old are you? <laughs> there was a video on their okay, Twitter boomer. feed with Andy Samberg and John Mulaney, who are, who are voicing Chippendale. Uh, Disenchanted is coming out next year. Ooh. And again, we got a video with, with Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey on that. So again, a lot of this stuff was just like videos on their Twitter feed. It was really odd. Like Disney just had this super long Twitter feed where they would just post stuff. And it was basically just videos of the cast members uh, talking. There weren't really trailers. And, and this is where I joked at the beginning. Um, you know, the Will Smith uh, working with Nat Geo, his new show is coming out in December, Welcome to Earth. And they tagged the wrong Will Smith in it. So in all of the stuff about his show, they tagged the incorrect Will Smith. And that um, guy got a lot of followers, he did. probably. He, he, he's like a podcaster, yes, because I guess Will Smith's really not on Twitter or he's new to Twitter. And so uh, there's another Will Smith who's a podcaster, uh, and he has the at Will Smith Twitter handle, and that's what Disney tagged. And so he kind of got you know, all the credit for this. But yeah, a lot of it was just in this like one long Twitter thread, so we didn't really get a, a lot more information on these movies, except for the fact that they're coming out next year. So all this stuff's going to be coming out in 2022. Also getting uh, Zootopia Plus, which will be a series. And also mm-hmm. we got we did get a trailer for Baymax. So this was previously announced. But we finally got a trailer for the Baymax series. This looks interesting. It, it's Baymax basically just being the health robot that he is, going around mm-hmm. helping people in San Francisco. So this looks like this will kind of be a cute uh, series. It, it kind of gave me similar vibes to um doug days where it's it's like doug and carl just kind of doing like cute little adventures i think this is gonna be like a longer form show than that but it kind of gave me you know uh similar vibes to that um we did get a new announcement though for a princess and the frog spinoff series tiana which is going to be a long form musical series which i think is really interesting and again this is the one that comes out in 2023 so we got like a like one frame concept art. She looked like she was on a ship. Yeah, she did. So yeah, it's kind of, she's, I think, I think the idea is like, she's leaving new Orleans a little bit. She's traveling some, um, she, well, she's a princess now, so she's going to, I can't remember, what, like Moldovia or something. But again, this one I think is going to be one that next year they'll be hyping again. And we'll be like, wait, I, we, we knew that was coming out, right? Like this isn't a new uh, series. So yeah. So uh, a, a lot of just kind of like new movies and just updates on this hocus pocus too. 
you know, is confirmed to be coming out next fall. So next year, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of good movies and shows coming out throughout the year. There's a lot of really interesting things. I really enjoyed the video for Willow um, with the actor that is going out around and interviewing the younger actors yeah, that War- are going to be War- with Davis. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was really funny. It was it was hilarious, um, and I I liked the little joke he had with the one guy whose name was Dempsey, and he kept being like, "No, no, your first name." He's like Dempsey, um, but yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. So yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to a lot of these. I created a list of ones that I'm looking forward to the absolute most. I'm really looking forward to The Limitless with Chris Hemsworth and Welcome to Earth with Will Smith because you know Limitless is going to be more about like what the body can achieve, and Welcome to Earth I think is going to be more about you know the planet, global warming, and just you know animals and things like that. And I'm also interested to see if Paul Nicklin, who's a pretty famous National Geographic photographer. And I'm, I know that he was kind of on that shoot a little bit. So I'm interested to see if he's actually in there. And then also the Zootopia and Tiana series, because there's so much intellectual popul- property. The characters there are so um, fun and unique. So I think that those series will be really excellent. And Disney's done a really good job on their like little short form series so far. Yeah, I think the Tiana one sounds most interesting because mm-hmm. they specifically said it's a long form musical series. And so right. they haven't really done musicals on these Disney Plus shows. Obviously, Disney's done musicals for their feature-length movies, but whenever they've even taken those movies and made them into kind of these you know, series, they haven't been musicals. So it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate this uh, and, and make it a musical. I will say the, the Limitless show, when I saw that for a second, I thought they were remaking the movie with Bradley <laughs> Cooper. I was like, that's interesting, going from one Marvel person to another. Um, but no, it's a completely different show yet. Yeah, uh, and this was announced last year too, where Chris Hemsworth is basically looking at like long- longevity uh, and ways to like basically like increase the quality of your life and, and how far can you, you push yourself to the limit. And each you know thing is, is looking at um, just basically what the human body can handle and, and just different ways you can kind of expand your fitness. And if anybody's, I mean, if you've seen him, he's a big <laughs> fitness buff now, obviously. So, so he's trying to, you know, find ways to improve himself. So, but they haven't done some, some crazy stuff. There was, you know, in the trailer, he's climbing a rope that's like thousands of feet in the air. Um, I'm not sure what that has to do with longevity, but I'm sure we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, so. but I was going to say this kind of has echoes of that Zac Efron series that's on Netflix, but I think that one is focused more on nutrition and health, whereas this one's more like what can your body achieve? So I think that those two kind of in tandem would be a really interesting study on just the human body and, and psyche and things like that. Yeah. You know, I, I think that will definitely be good. And, and you mentioned Willow. So, you know, Lucasfilm, uh, not much in terms of star Wars and kind of their, their properties. They really weren't um, represented a ton in Disney plus. I know you and McGregor, um, did talk a little bit about the Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi series that's coming out. There was some concept art on that, so no footage, but some concept art teasing a lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. But in terms of some of the other series, not a ton out there. We did get uh, a kind of a mini documentary on uh, Boba Fett, so kind of the history of Boba Fett, and I think that's prepping us for the book of Boba Fett that's going to be coming out this year. Um, but yeah, Willow was probably... Um, kind of really the only other property in terms of Lucasfilm that was really represented uh, on Disney Plus Day. I was sad that we didn't have a first peek at a Bad Batch season two, since that show I think is fire. It's one of the best shows on Disney Plus, in my opinion. So I would have liked to have seen that. But yeah, I, I think that overall, yeah, there wasn't very much 
as far as Lucasfilm was concerned. All right, and then moving on to Marvel. So Marvel had like a like a twelve to fifteen minute video, kind of previewing everything they have coming up, which is what more of kind of what I expected in terms of this Disney Plus day. I think I was expecting more of like what Disney did with their Investor Day last year, where they had each kind of division present, and there was kind of this pre done video on here's everything coming up. Here's some first looks again versus you know just like a Twitter feed where it says hey, this show's coming out or hey, this movie's coming out. I think I was expecting more of kind of like what Marvel did where it's, you know, here's a video, here's kind of like where we've been, here's where we're going and kind of showing off and talking about our new shows. I think I was expecting a little bit more of that, you know, from Disney Plus, but Marvel definitely did deliver that. So we got some first looks and footage at uh, their kind of next few Disney Plus series that's coming out. So Hawkeye, which comes out in a few weeks, um, that was kind of the longest clip we got. It seemed to be right. a small scene from it. Really interesting way of how they're shooting it. Kind of really yeah. like boots on the ground, kind of street level view of everything. That looks like that's actually going to be a really good show. And I know from what critics have saying, they've seen the first two episodes. It's gotten good reviews so far. Yeah, you pointed out, you know, there's a car chase scene in that pre- that first look that we got. And, you know, I was thinking like, oh, this is really cool. I, I, and I, I couldn't point my finger on it because I don't notice these kind of things. But it was like a one take kind of uh, camera view where it was t- spinning the camera from the, what's going on behind the car to what's going on in the front of the car. But it's all one unbroken shot. So it was really or it looks like it's unbroken at least. So it, it's really interesting looking. Um, I, I wasn't very excited about Hawkeye, but it looks like it's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah, that, that does look um, like a really solid show coming out. So that'll, that'll be a nice thing to do over Thanksgiving. And I think Marvel's starting to listen to us. We get two episodes at once, which is good. <laughs> Not quite at the full, just drop them all so I can binge them. But I'll take it. At least I can watch two in one week. So I'll, I'll take that. But then we also got some first look at Moon Knight, which... Did oh not really know much about this before this, but it looks really good. It may actually get me to like Os- Oscar Isaac now. <laughs> oh, I think man, between, that's harsh. I think between this and Dune, I think I'm turning around on Oscar Isaac. I think <laughs> I think the problem was I just didn't like Poe. I think that was my problem. I didn't like Poe Dameron really gonna, in Star Wars. I was going to say, you have some very interesting hot takes on Poe and Finn. You did not like either of yeah. those two characters. Yeah, and I, they're, they're, I didn't understand They're the two it. weakest characters for me in the new trilogy. Um, but yeah, between Dune and I think Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac is turning around for me. But this this is a really interesting character. He has disassociative identity disorder. And the, the kind of tag and description of this is that the, the character Moon Knight has to deal with these different identities in him. And he's battling the ancient gods and you know, the backdrop of ancient Egypt. It's a, it's a globe setting um, series. So I think this has the opportunity to be um, a really good hit because with these other characters now like Moon Knight, and we're getting a, a She-Hulk. We got a first look at She-Hulk and Miss Marvel. These are characters that have not been in the MCU, so they're new. So we don't know them. Marvel has a chance to do something, I think, unexpected with them because we're going to be kind of getting introduced to them. These series are going to be a bit of an origin story for them. And I think they they can kind of surprise you almost like they did with Guardians of the Galaxy where it's you know these comic characters that people don't know super well, like, you know, Spider-Man. So it's hard to do something different with Spider-Man, but you can really take a lot of risks and you can really do a lot of different things with these characters because people kind of have low expectations. Cause I don't know who Moon Knight is, but it's like, now I'm kind of interested. Oscar Isaac's in it. You know, I'm intrigued and it can really surprise you versus, you know, something, if they're going to do an Iron Man series, I'm going to have, you know, a certain expectation going into it. 
And then if it, it's going to be harder to meet that because they're going to have to fit that mold for me. I think that the Moon Knight series looks really interesting and it, it has like it dabbles in like that mental illness. Like he can't tell when he's asleep and when he's awake. And there's definitely some really interesting you know, themes that they're working with that I think will be a lot darker than some of the other series. Like I can almost see this not being as gritty as like, you know, um, oh, it's not going like, like Daredevil. Shows. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, not, not as gritty as, as Daredevil, but I could see it being, you know, kind of that level of like darkness. I, I think it, it sounds like it will be really, um, really cool. And, and I have to say, there's totally plans to have Moon Knight be in the movies. You yes. do not cast Oscar Isaac to just do a Disney Plus series. Yes. Moon Knight is going to show up at one point in a theatrical release, whether it's his own movie or he's going to show up in some other movies. But but Oscar Isaac is not signing on just to do some Disney Plus show. (laughs) I'm just, I'm throwing that out there right now. Yeah, that was actually, you and I were just thinking like, oh man, I know I had something. That was actually one of the things I was going to point out is we talked about this on the side and I think you're right. I think he's definitely going to appear in the movies. Yeah, but but I think that'll be interesting because yeah, it's you know this next batch once we get past Hawkeye. So again, there was Moon Knight. We got a first look at She Hulk. We got Miss Marvel. Those are kind of the next three that are are done and going to be coming out. Um, we also got like one quick shot of Samuel L. Jackson from Secret Wars. But I think this next batch of Disney Plus shows on Marvel are going to be interesting because again, this is going to be the first batch where the characters start on Disney Plus and then work their way into the movie so we already know that miss marvel will be showing up in the captain marvel sequel the marvel so again the origin story will kind of be on disney plus and then she'll appear in the movies and so you know i think probably she hulk you could see that happening and definitely i think with with moon knight as well so it'll be interesting of this is the kind of the first time where it's going in the other direction and marvel's talked about this of how they want to keep these worlds connected and I think this is going to be a good example of that where, you know, we've seen it all come from the movies to Disney Plus and now we're going to see it go the other way. And it'll be interesting just to see how that all kind of ties in. I do think that the more they do this, though, the, the harder it is to keep Marvel accessible. Like, I, I just constantly think about how we are a target demographic of people who we grew up kind of in the Marvel movies, but there's so many people now being born and there's already 20 movies out. And there, I mean, I I understand that that is something, you know, as a parent, you can eventually like try to catch your kids up and say, okay, we're going to like watch these movies. And I think it would be a fun thing to do, but I do think that there's just so much of a a breadth of information from Marvel that it does make it hard to kind of figure out where a good jumping in point is. Yeah, you're right. There is getting to be a bit of a barrier to entry, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I will say a couple points to that. So one, I think Marvel has dealt with this because in comic books, it's kind of the same way. You know, there's Spider-Man and then there's a hundred Spider-Man issues. So it's hard to jump into Spider-Man. So what do they do? They reinvent the character. They have, you know, a a different universe where there's a a different Spider-Man and he has a slightly different backstory. And so they start new series or they kind of just blow up the whole universe and start fresh and have a side story. So they they have different ways for people to enter. And I think that's what you're seeing happening with the multiverse is they've kind of closed out that infinity saga. And so it will somewhat be connected as they move forward. But in the same respect, they're going to have 
this multiverse where they're going to have slightly different versions of characters. And so it gives people a different access point. And then the other thing I think with that is with all of these Disney Plus shows and all of these new characters, each new character provides an entry point for new viewers. So like, let's say you've never watched an MCU movie before and you watch Moon Knight because you're into ancient yeah, Egypt and you're true. into that kind of stuff. And you're like, I love Moon Knight. Well, now Moon Knight's in this movie. Okay, well, I'm going to watch this movie. And now I learn about yeah. these three or four characters. And I think that's why the MCU kind of keeps going because they keep adding more characters. If it was always just the six Avengers, that's going to fizzle out. You're not going to be able to sustain that because you're right. There's going to be too many movies. But the fact that you're constantly adding new characters just gives people more access points. That's a good point because I know of at least two people who watched WandaVision who didn't watch any of the MCU movies because they wanted to see that and they enjoyed the concept of it. And yeah, you're right. There's a there's a chance that they see that. They really and like now, Scarlet Witch. And now maybe they watch Doctor Strange, yeah, the and, movie. And, yeah. and they kind of go from there. So I will say just real quick take... She-Hulk, Smart Hulk is in that. If you haven't watched Shang-Chi yet, I'm not going to add any too much spoilers, but that adds some questions. I'm con- a little confused on the timeline there, so I'm interested to see what happens with that character. Um, but some other things Marvel announced. We got confirmation of Agatha getting her own spinoff. It's going to be called Agatha House of Harkness, so that sounds interesting. They're going to be doing a Marvel Zombies cartoon, so playing off of the, I guess, the Zombies What If episode. They're going to be doing a whole series on that. They're also doing X-Men 97, which is kind of the old school X-Men cartoons. Uh, it's in that vein and kind of that like 90s realm X-Men. So right. they're doing a whole new series there. I was actually really excited to see that because I remember watching those cartoons as a kid <laughs> on Saturday. So I'm excited they're kind of going back to that style uh, and that time frame. So those are kind of and, like the... And, and don't forget, what if season two? Yeah, what if season two? I was, there, there was a lot of other stuff. I mean, they, they mentioned again, you know, Ironheart, which we know is coming. What if season two? Um, Loki season two. So th- they talked again. Whoop, whoop. They kind of flashed a lot of titles up as well. But these are the ones we got a little bit more like detail on. So yeah, a lot of exciting stuff uh, coming out of Marvel as well. You know, on top of all this, on top of all these announcements of future things coming out, we did get a lot of new series and movies dropping um so they all came out so again shang chi is now available for free the jungle cruise is available uh for free on disney plus we got some uh new shows so the olaf presents series was on <laughs> already mentioned uh chow alberto uh season two of the world according to jeff goldblum oh man the first five episodes were out gold uh, on there gold hey fancy, pun in, no pun intended fancy nancy season three dropped <laughs> <laughs> that was that was exciting um but then we also got a couple movies so uh spin which is, is a disney channel uh, original movie yeah. spin and then home sweet home alone um dropped as well so we ended up watching this we past watched, weekend we watched both of yeah yeah we watched home sweet home alone we watched spin we watched uh, a couple olaf episodes presents. of the world according to jeff goldblum and we watched all of olaf presents so and we watched chalberto yeah we did watch and we watched chalberto so we talked about that um so kind of maybe like touch on our thoughts on these other ones i thought they were all like pretty good we can kind of talk some specifics angela i'll let you go first um (laughs) kind of our our thoughts on some of these i know i know you love the world according to jeff goldblum so i don't know if you want to start there and just say it's great tell everybody to watch it i do i love i love him the thing about jeff goldblum that i think and i don't know if everybody i I think some people probably think he's weird he is weird but i just love he's he's, unique he seems to have such a genuine zest for life he is an like he invigorates me and wants me like it makes me want to go out and experience things in a way that he does because it just he makes it seem like 
everything is fascinating. He seems to be up for anything. And I, that's the kind of person I want to emulate. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you, if you have not seen season one of this show, definitely go and watch it. Um, you know, season two is out, like I said, the first five episodes. So this is a Nat Geo show with Jeff Goldblum. And, and to your point, I think that's a great way to describe it is he has this zest for life and he, he really does look at the world in a different way. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. called the world, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. And it truly is because he takes these topics that can seem mundane. Like he, like season one had a whole episode on shoes, like mm-hmm. sneaker culture. And you know, the first jeans, jeans. Yeah. The first two episodes we watched of season two, the first one was on dogs, which, which I was thinking like, okay, everybody knows about dogs. Like, what's he going to tell me about dogs? I don't know. And the second one was on just dancing and how all of nature has this rhythm to it. And it really does take this unique approach to it that you're like, wow, I never thought of that. And it's like something that, yeah, just, you know, you see dogs and your everyday life and don't think anything of it. And he, he adds another level to it. So it is a, it is a really great show and definitely do highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah. He, he just seems to be very connected to everything around him and, and open to everything around him. Yeah. He, he just, yeah, he's an, he's an intoxicating kind of person. I'd love to meet him in real life. I think that he would be a blast to be around. Olaf presents was really cute, really funny. My favorite one was the lion King. Of course, uh, I, they were all really quite good yeah they're they're quick again mm-hmm. there's there's five of them they're a couple minutes a piece i think they have them all you can just watch them in order i think it's like 10 minutes total to see them all in order i'd kind of like to know the backstory about how this came about because in frozen 2 you know olaf has a scene where he basically recounts frozen 1 and everybody loved it and during the pandemic, Josh Gad was doing this for other movies on Twitter. Like if he got so many tweets, he was having people vote and he was just doing as Olaf these movies. And people are like, oh, this is great. You should do this. And I kind of feel like because of that, I don't know if he approached Disney or Disney was like, hey, this is a good idea. Because everybody's like, this is great. Olaf yeah. should do more of this. And they made it happen. And like, it's just yeah. amazing that this happened. Like if we didn't have Disney plus that would have never happened. Disney would have never put, I feel like the resources or money to animating all of this. But now that we have Disney plus, I think this is one of the benefits of having Disney plus is they can do these type of things, but it was really, it was really great. It was interesting to see him do this. Uh, and it was funny. You know, it kind of goes back to again, like what he did in Frozen, but these because it's kind of little quick hits on some of these classic movies. Yeah, I was gonna say like he, it's very self-referential and and also like kind of points out, you know, it, there, like for example, during the Tangled one, he makes a comment about how Rapunzel, I think, might be needing therapy, or it was just something about how she does kind of have this really, she's she's been essentially abused all of her life. So she, when she gets out into reality, like she's almost, she's bouncing her emotions are all over the place. And he makes a comment about it. It's it's just funny, like kind of calling it out for what it is. Yeah. He also mentioned she's a close personal friend, which I think kind of, I guess confirms, I guess it's official if if Olaf's saying it, that Anna and Elsa and Rapunzel are either, if they're not related, they are really good friends because, you know, the fact that it looked like Flynn and Rapunzel were at the coronation is somewhat confirmed that they actually are friends. So, hey, maybe they'll pop up, you know, in a Tangled 2 or a Frozen 3, get a little bit of a crossover there. So that was interesting too. But yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, some of the lines he threw out um, about some of the movies where he's recounting them, but he's also poking fun at them a little bit. Right. Um, yeah. And he does it, it for really pretty good. much every single one of the movies. Yeah. It's, it's really good. And then 
Spin, we watched. Uh, Spin is kind of the caliber of like a Disney Channel original well, movie. It is. It's definitely it's a Disney yeah, Channel movie, so it, it's kind of in, in that vein. Right. It was, it was good. I think some of the side characters were a little my, over the top. My but. frustration, without trying to give away, I, I'm you know not no spoilers, but I think that they over exaggerated the problem a little bit to make it seem like it just seemed like there was an overreaction of the characters where they tried to take a character and and kind of twist them a little bit, but they didn't do the work to make that character a bad guy, really. Let's face it. We were not the demographic of this movie. It is people (laughs) 15 years, 20 years younger than us um, is definitely the demographic. So it's definitely a good Disney Channel movie. It it very much reminded me of the Disney Channel movies we watched growing up, kind of that vein. Like you said, maybe there's some plot holes in just how they take some leaps you know, from one thing to the other. But in that vein, it's definitely good. So for kind of like the current generation of kids growing up watching the Disney Channel, I think it's a really good it movie. Was, it brings in a lot of like great diversity right. to it. Right, it was a fun concept. Yeah, lot, yeah. like yeah. you said, a lot of great diversity. It was it was really, it was interesting. A, yeah, lot, it was, a lot of different people are represented yeah, in that and, movie. And kind of the, the plot of the movie is, and because to your point, it's an interesting kind of idea, is you basically have a, a girl, her mother has died. Surprise, it's a <laughs> Disney movie. Surprise. Of course, the mom is dead, Um, (laughs) but her her father owns an Indian restaurant and she works there uh, and she kind of feels like it's her responsibility to, you know, help him and help the restaurant moving forward. But at the same time, she wants to be a DJ. Like of all things, she wants to be a DJ. <laughs> well, and because so, she has the, the, this connection to music to because music, of her mother. Yeah. But again, it's like, when have you ever seen a movie where somebody wants to be a DJ? And like they well, go into how DJing works, like very technical of like, we're going to teach you how to like I mean, scratch the record. it's not really that well, technical. But, I mean, but, like, but like they showed, like they had the turntables right. and they had the loop tracks and they had like the beat making and stuff. Like it was, it was very interesting. And, you know, it all ends in an underground DJ battle. It was a very interesting story to have. Somewhat a little bit far-fetched at times, but overall I think it was solid. But definitely Home Sweet Home Alone yes. was a great movie. I was I almost, pleasantly surprised by it. It does a great job of calling back to the original Home Alone. It has a lot of funny lines and references to the original Home Alone. I also think the story is more plausible. Out. And it's more plausible and like reasonable about why these events are happening as compared to the first home alone movie but it it keeps with that kind of slapstick comedy and humor um, but it has the heart of the original as well so overall i thought that was a really great movie i really enjoyed that one that one actually and disney does this really interesting thing and and you know, they did this with Soul as well, where it's like, this could have been a theatrical release. Like that movie, you know, Home Sweet Home Alone, you had Ellie Kemper, you had Rob Delaney in it. And those are two big names in comedy. Um, it's a Christmas movie and people like those. This movie could have most certainly been released in theaters. And I think it gives a really interesting spin because, I mean, this isn't really much of a spoiler, but the robbers end up having like good motivation they're not just being jerks so it shows a really interesting perspective and yeah there's really good callbacks that you can't joe joe had to point out because we watched home alone a year or two ago and uh, my memory is terrible i don't know to me i feel like it was a couple months ago yeah you can tell me it was a year ago there there were some points though in that one too where kind of like you mentioned on spin where it seemed like there were some like just misunderstandings or if characters would make different decisions like you know 20 minutes in we're watching the movie and I go, oh, well, the movie should be over now because all, all they have to do is this. 
yeah. then the problem solved. But then you know, there's still that doesn't happen for whatever reason, and there's still a movie. But it, it I didn't think it was a blaring. It what you pointed out it was, was yeah. it, like it. Whenever you said it, I was like, oh yeah, logically you are correct that that that's the way they should maybe handle this situation. But it wasn't as blaring as in splint in spin, I think. Yeah, but it it definitely like you said, they they kind of fleshed out the characters more. Their their motivation made more sense. Why the events were happening, you got to see like kind of both sides. You know, the the kids' side and the you know the robber side more so it made more sense why each character got to where they were right. you know and it, and it's and it seemed to kind of you know follow in place a little bit more but yeah overall i thought that was a a really good movie i think that was probably the best thing that dropped the home sweet home alone in terms of you know movies and then the world according to jeff goldblum those first two episodes we watched so far <laughs> um were really great so i think in terms of new things that are out you know, that's great. Now, obviously, we'd already seen The Jungle Cruise. We've already seen Shang-Chi. So if you've not seen those yet because you were, were waiting until they were free on Disney+, Plus, you know, those are probably, you know, two great things to oh, go yeah. watch as well. We'd already seen those, so we watched some of these other items as well. I wouldn't be beyond watching both of those again. You know, we, we talked about this after The Jungle Cruise came out, comparing it to Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. And if you want to listen to that episode, that came out a few months ago. So, you know, go back and, and check that one out of of how we were, I think, a little disappointed with how the Jungle Cruise turned out. But to your point, I would like to see that again to kind of give it another chance. Because sometimes when you see those movies twice, you realize, oh, maybe I was a little bit too hard on it in these areas. And, and it is a little bit better than I you know, gave it credit for. Yeah, I think that I might have been a little bit unfair on the Jungle Cruise. That's why I'd like to give it a second shot, just because I think that my expectations were so high that it just there was no way it was going to reach them. So, um, cause you know, you kind of called my attention to the, the quotable lines and things in in the movie. And I was like, Oh, you're right. There were some pretty good lines in the jungle cruise. So I would definitely like to see that again. And then Shang-Chi was just really, really amazing. Yeah. yeah. Shang-Chi was great. And, and the other thing Marvel's doing is, uh, Shang-Chi and a lot of their other movies that came out in IMAX, they're now presenting them in IMAX format on Disney plus. So you can see the larger screen format, um, in those movies as well, which is which is good. I know a lot of people. Again, as home theaters get better and better, you know, a, a lot of people really like that. And so that's well, uh, you have these big TVs, and then you don't use the whole thing. Exactly. So with IMAX, yeah, you're kind of using the whole screen. Um, so that just you know adds another level and, and gets you to uh, to buy into Disney Plus even more. So yeah, a lot of a lot of new stuff came out. A lot of like first looks at things. So what are you most excited about? Of kind of all the new announcements coming out over the next year. Again, some of the stuff is is a few years away, um, but you know, in terms of just kind of like next year, new movies or shows. Like, what are you most excited to see? Well, you know, one thing that we actually neglected to mention was America the Beautiful, which I think will be you know that's a Nat Geo release and it kind of shows across like the four regions of of our continent. And if you think about it, I mean. America is crazy. Like there are some extreme weather places and we have a lot of different biomes and things. So I think that one will be really interesting to check out. And then, you know, Loki too. I love Tom Hiddleston as, as Loki. I can't wait to see that season two. Uh, I can't wait to maybe see some more Sylvie. I thought that her character was interesting and some of the other Lokis as well. I forgot about how much I liked those characters until we were watching the Marvel presentation because the first few minutes are just recapping the Disney Plus shows that already happened. And when they got to the Loki segment, I was like, 
oh, I got to watch this again because I forgot yeah, how much I, I love Sylvie and Loki. And then you get Kang at the end and everything. I'm like, oh, that was a good series. Like, I almost like to like go back and, and rewatch that well, one. Well, that was one of those interesting series because when we, we started, I was like, oh, I don't like this because it was so confusing at first. And then kind of, you know, as Loki was trying to figure out what was going on, we were trying to and figure again, it out. That would be a good one. Because there, there definitely were a few episodes where it's like not much happened in this one. Right. I was, I wish another one was ready. Now that they're all out and you can just watch them through, I think that would do a lot better. Whereas you get to those slow ones, you can just be like, okay, I can just watch another one. Right. You know, and just kind of keep it moving and you don't have to wait a whole week. Right. I'm interested to see Disenchanted because, you know, there's not much information that really came out with that. But my guess is that maybe, you know, Giselle has acclimated to life in New York City and she's kind of lost that fairy tale outlook on life and so she's maybe disenchanted and then something kind of brings her back to that particular I mean if I were writing the movie this is what I would do but like brings her back to you know that fairy tale view of things and and being more of a positive person like she was in the first movie so I'm interested to see what they do with that and then of course I always I'm a sucker for the the Nat Geo shows can't wait for them to come out with another season of uncharted with gordon ramsay whenever that's gonna happen hopefully but limitless and welcome to earth i can't wait to see both of those yeah i think for me limitless uh, i'm definitely looking forward to um i think welcome to earth will be good i don't know for some reason to me i'm more excited for limitless than i am welcome to earth and maybe it's just i don't know enough um, about the welcome to earth show but definitely looking forward to limitless I, i think maybe i'm just i'm more interested in kind of what that show is going to be about in terms of longevity and, and what can you push the human body and spirit to do. Um, so I'm definitely interested in that. Uh, Disenchanted, I agree with you. I think that that will be interesting to come out. Enchanted is on Disney Plus as well now, um, so that that's available. But I, I'm looking forward to the Baymax series. Um, I'm looking forward to the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I think Chippendale are great characters where they haven't had much new uh, Chippendale, either shows or movies lately. So I think it's good. They're kind of going back to Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Like the poster they released said, you know, it's like 30 years in the making, you know, having them come back. So definitely interested for that. In terms of like Marvel, we talked about Moon Knight. I'm very excited about Moon Knight coming out. Hawkeye as well. So I think those are the things I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to. I mean, but, it, you know, in all honesty, I mean, all the movies they announced, I mean, we're going to watch all of them, you know, next year in, in terms of everything coming out, in terms of Pinocchio and, and Cheaper by the Dozen, Zootopia series, all of that stuff. But, but those ones are probably the ones I'm most uh, looking forward to that they announced. Well, I know what I'm doing when we get done with this, because I just, I was like, you know what, I'm, I just mentioned Uncharted. I'm going to go and check and see when that, if there's a, uh, like a banner for when the new season comes out. And Is I it just, out already? there's a season three out that I don't think I've watched any of the episodes. Most of them are in, in the United States. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a whole season. Cause it said like release dates in 2019 to 2021. And I'm like, 2021, what? So Hey, for any listener who loved Uncharted with Gordon Ramsay, uh, and you probably already knew this, but there is a third season now that's up on Disney Plus that Sneak released. So, hey, that's exciting. Well, we definitely love to hear what our listeners were most excited about. Um, what was your favorite announcement or new show that dropped on Disney Plus Day? What are you most looking forward to coming out on Disney Plus over the next year? Head over to our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears, or Instagram, Enchanted Ears Podcast, uh, and let us know over there. I want to thank everybody again for listening this week. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Have a great week, everybody, and we will see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.